Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Happy Freedom Friday! What? What? Happy, happy hour. It's the happiest of happy hours. Mama is back. Mm Mm-hmm. Waxed, relaxed, yeah, yeah. Oh, ready to party. And by that, I mean have a couple friends over and not take my sweatpants off. But still, it's a baby step. It's a baby step. Just saying. You never know what might happen at your little party. Listen, we have the funny, we have, and then we have the science in this happy hour. We have Steve Marmel, award-winning comedian and writer, and uh, Dr. Doom, Dr. Irwin Redlener. To, this was yeah. a huge week, right? A huge week. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, today is my Freedom Friday. I'm just saying, I just, I'm feeling a little, we're all feeling a little nervous about the max. So this is why you got to listen to Dr. Red Leonard. He had a lot of great stuff to say mm-hmm. because people are nervous, mm-hmm. right? We do in the yep. honor system with dishonorable people. We don't know who's not vaccinated, right? Okay. Just saying. It's, you must buy a Stephanie Miller vaccine t-shirt. That's the only way you will know that you are vaccinated and not just a mask hole or a COVID idiot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Steve Marmel, hilarious. He uh, got my attention on Twitter because he said, when are we going to Nuremberg these traitors? So just this week also, finally, a January 6th commission put together. Nurem- I like anyone, as my dad yeah. was a prosecutor at Nuremberg, anyone that uses Nuremberg as a verb, right? <laughs> yeah. Is my friend. Like or typhoon. Time to Nuremberg these motherfuckers, these traitors. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. And so, uh, yeah, and Dr. Doom, I'm all, I'm down with it. He's talking about we have to have a national... Something. I don't know how we do it. I don't know how this. I'm not, you know, I'm a big picture person, as you know, not, you know, details. Pesky. No. Yeah. We have to find, he is advocating for like a national system to verify people are vaccinated. Otherwise, he just thinks Mm -hmm. it's going to be chaos if it's state by state, Mm -hmm. local, business by business, whatever, um, that we just have to find a way that people feel safe flying, right? Mm -hmm. Going to to wherever. Uh, Restaurants, concerts, uh, schools, work, wherever. So there you go. Yep. I th- this happened the day before I was going to buy that super expensive fucking space helmet, the Darth Vader thing, because I was going to yeah. come flying next month to see my mom. I do have the welders sure. thing. Yeah. What? I have the welder, you know, the plastic I'm, I'm, thing with the goggles and the so I'm going to keep pouring water on myself and doing uh, flash dance impressions, hoping to okay. meet my future I'm wife sure. on the plane. Yeah, I'm not sure. No. I'm not sure welding on a plane is is. is I will do the actual welding. I'll just do, I'll just do the dancing. 
as you know, I also was awarded this week the Pointiest Dancer in News Award by Frangela. Well, yes. Oh, I, I don't know if that means what it thinks she means. She, down, she did initially say I'm the best dancer in news. But, you know, I don't know. I, I don't might, think she meant that. I might have gotten bumped by Wolf Blitzer, and now I'm just the pointiest. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah. my point is, enjoy happy hour, because it's off the chain, as the kids say. It is. Right? It's my freedom day. I'm yes. feeling frisky. Why? Because Kizzy's in the hizzy, everybody. Dr. Kizzy oh. invented the Moderna vaccine. What? Oh, dear. Funky cold Moderna. No. It's not good. Don't do that. That's her name. Dr. Kizzy Corbett, 34. Funky cold Moderna. What? This Moderna mama. Get ready for some reports on Monday, y'all. Go crazy this weekend. All right. Are you going to wear underwear? No. Why start now? Okay. I'm leaving town. (laughs) Enjoy Steve Marmel and Dr. Irwin Redletter, Dr. Doom on Happy Hour. Okay. Wait, let's, I don't know, let's just do comedy music because everybody, it's famous writer, comedian, Steve Marmel. Yeah. More slide whistle. Okay. And you are behind a fantastic Rudy Giuliani uh, horse photo. Is that the junkie horse or a different horse? No, that's just, that's just uh, like Rudy. It's it's, uh, an animal that only brushes his top teeth. (laughs) So I, uh, I, uh, if you're, if you're seeing this, I'll, I'll hang on. I'll duck back. Steve. No, I can see it. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Let's see. We uh, there's actually a Twitter account because of us called Rudy's Junky Grill because he does have a really <laughs> junky grill. But yeah. Okay, so Steve, we just I don't know if you heard us just discussing that this is the world we find ourselves in comedically and otherwise that the former president who was actually president it just tweeted about uh, the horse in uh, Kentucky Derby being a junkie as if a horse yeah. can be the one that chooses to take the drugs. Uh, and well, I don't, you know, you, yeah, you know, Biden made him do it. You know, you know, you know, Biden forced that horse to, you know, get on totally. the horse. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask if you're mourning the loss comedically of Donald Trump, but we haven't really lost him. He's never really gone, is he? I, uh, I like that he's not on Twitter. It's like, it's, uh, yeah. there's like several, several rungs of, uh, stupidity he has to leap. And I just don't see that guy leaping that much. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, you know, it's like, it's not in your face as much so twitter's a little more fun yeah it's a little more fun um but then you get like but like any has-been comedian he's just you know crashing weddings and i I don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of pathetic he really is just fat fat orange elvis right yep yeah yeah so okay i am so with you on the twitters for a number of reasons but Wall Street Journal uh, tweeted, airlines are battling a scourge of passengers traveling with falsified COVID-19 health certificates with test results easy to manipulate. Because of that, vaccine cards may be coming. And you said, good, find every fake and place them on a no-fly list. Thank you, Stephen. It's not just because I want to need to fly to see my 98-year-old mom with Alzheimer's, but I hope by the end of June when I'm flying that they require. So I know that everyone in that airport and on that plane is vaccinated. I Enough yeah. with this. Right. They won't just go get a free vaccine card and get the shot and do the right thing. They're spending money and time trying to falsify either vaccine cards or covid test results. Right. Or like Tucker Carlson, who probably got the vaccine and is still, you know, I don't know that he did. I don't know. Yes, Maybe that I'm sure may, he did. But but I'm sure he did because everybody at Fox News was hiding in a bunker for a month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How about a year, a month for a year? They didn't do the show from the studio. They, right. 
the same. Have you flown? Have you flown since all yeah, this? Yes, I flew at Christmas because my mom is 98 and has Alzheimer's and just had gone into a nursing home and was not doing well. And I got COVID coming back from uh, going to see my mom. And so, you know, I'm gun shy, but I'm vaccinated now and my mom's vaccinated. But, you know, I've been talking um, uh, all morning, Steve, about just here's the story that is the nightmare. Florida is reporting a massive surge in COVID variant cases that appear to be tied yeah. to the massive surge of young people who flooded the beaches during spring break, with Ron DeSantis moving quickly to open the state up during the pandemic. Despite warnings from the CDC, the state is now seeing the after effects of his decisions with a startlingly large 10,000 variant cases. Um, Florida is home to the most variant COVID-19 cases in the country. State health officials reported more than 11,800 cases of COVID variants on Wednesday. Florida Department of Health released the data as part of a legal settlement settlement with the Orlando Sentinel because, you know, he's been trying to hide these statistics. So this was only a freedom of information that we even got these stats from Florida. But, you know, Steve, like I was saying, India was doing well. They opened up, started having all these festivals. You know, now look at where they are. So. I don't think we're out of the woods yet. We're certainly at a turning point. But what, what no, you- it's uh, and and I, here's my question to you because I read that story. It's like it's not ten thousand different variants. It's ten thousand cases of right. the known variants, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. Uh, but you know, it's like you know, yeah, you knew that was going to happen. And uh, you know, I, I I'm sorry, Key West, which I used to I, I would visit every other year. There's a resort there that I like to go to but it's like i'm not i'm not even flying through that state like yeah. i yeah it's just it's gonna hurt it. all of their businesses i mean that that's that's the thing it's like so when i read such and such places barreling toward reopening i'm like oh man you know like yeah. i just i mean but it, it, just the airline real quick let me stick on uh, the faa proposed fines ranging from uh, 9,000 to 32,000 uh, against four airline uh, passengers who allegedly disobeyed crew instructions, refused to, bri- to wear face masks or assaulted flight Good. attendants as part of a new zero pol- intolerance policy. Good. Like, you, it, Good. it's just, you know, and again, not just because I'm flying. I just am so for this, Steve, anywhere. I just hope it is required on every airline, at every workplace, school, business. Yeah. You know, I, it yeah, just... no, I, I agree. I, I was, um, it was about a month ago. I was at, the planes are great, right? Like the, so, so recently uh, the planes have been really good. Right. But the airports, it's a wild west. Yeah. Like I walked, and I walked and the airplane, the airplane when, when the air, when this on the ground, when the air system is not on, oh, it's yeah. not circulating and you're queuing to get off or on. Yeah. Yeah. You've got the oxygen masks right above my head. Can I have it please? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's there's something I can breathe into that doesn't have COVID into it. Can I have that for five minutes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. If that dropped down, I would not be terrified. I would be relieved. So the other tweet I loved that I quoted. This is what got your attention. Was uh, that I said so you said it, January sixth was four months ago. When are we going to Nuremberg these traitors? And this is what I'm yeah. afraid of, Steve. As time goes on, it gets normalized, and because essentially we've had a domestic 9/11. But the other half of Congress is Al Qaeda. We're not going to get an actual investigation because they're involved. It's their yeah. supporters. It's Trump supporters. Some of them were were actually involved, right? In terms of giving tours or tweeting Nancy Pelosi's whereabouts or or God knows what. So yeah, what do we do about? I mean, there's a lot on Merrick Garland's plate, isn't there? I mean, I and and I have a feeling. Look, I'm I'm trying to be optimistic about a couple things. Um, and one. I think they're putting I think they're putting a case together that starts at the bottom and goes up. Right. So they're just they're looking for the flippable cards. 
you know, who's going to go, yeah, all right, I, uh, Eric Prince told me to let people in the back door. Like they're looking for that person. Somewhere in the, in the um, garden of weasels is one that's going to talk. Um, so I believe that that's going to happen. I hope it happens early enough that they don't go, oh, it's election tampering. But I do believe that they're trying to build the case. Yeah. The other thing that I'm sort of optimistic about, and maybe I'm probably the only one, is they tried this. I mean, the suppression is ridiculous. OK, we know yeah. that. But it's but, all connected. It's part of the insurrection, yes. Steve. It's ongoing. That's what I'm saying. What's happening in Arizona and all the voter suppression bills around the country are a continuation of the insurrection, of the coup, of the, the yeah. ongoing anti-democratic movement and what do we do about it? I just don't feel like there's as much enough urgency about well, what's is, happening. This is the part two of optimism, which is because they're Republicans, they jump and they do this early. Remember, they did this early in Georgia, right? They were like, oh, shh. oh, Kemp almost lost. We need to suppress. So, so the left had two years to go, oh, that's how you're going to do it? Well, I guess we'll vote like this. Like, like they think that the people like Stacey Abrams are just going to go, nah, I'm just going to, you know, chill out for 90 for for 18 months and not have a plan. They basically laid their plan out in a 99 page garbage bill. And so anybody that looked at it goes, here's how we vote. And then we're going to spend the next hopefully 20 months, te- you know, letting people know how to get around this suppression. And it yeah. sucks. Yeah. But. But I, I but we better think wake it, up or we're or it's going to be yeah. over. They're going to take back the house in 2022 and then 24. Forget it. It doesn't matter if we come out in overwhelming numbers. I mean, this could have almost worked. And and he lost yeah. by seven million votes. Right. I mean, yeah. and that's no, what I, that's, I, that's what they're trying to fix. We'll just put we'll get rid, rid of the Brad Raffensburgers. And right. I mean, it, it's we'll just replace them with whatever the Republican legislature says, whoever he, they say won. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, I, I agree with your fear on that. But it's like if I felt like it was over, I would just probably get off social media, find another passport, um, figure out which animal based cryptocurrency I wanted to move everything into, uh, like uh, maybe go to cockatiel coin and then uh, and then get out. But I don't I, 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 I mean, I'll know in 2022. Uh, at being Jewish, uh, I have a certain spidey sense towards uh, <laughs> towards uh, when I'm going to need to pretend to be a humble watchmaker waiting for the return of the Fuhrer. So, uh, so I'm uh, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm going to be optimistic that whatever uh, traps these uh, these um, terrible uh, the these you know these they're not the brightest people in the world, right? Like. So I, I don't think that, you know, I think they're like literally yeah. putting a stick under a box. That's, that's the fear is smarter fascists and not the ones that are as dumb as currently. Right. <laughs> right. Um, OK, yeah. real quick. One, speaking of crypto, what is it? A currency? Yeah. The only people that seem to understand it are Elon Musk. So um, uh, I'm yeah. curious your take on the SNL thing. Our friend uh, Dean Obadala, comedian, said, well, SNL sadly helped Elon Musk whitewash his history of spreading lies about COVID defying COVID restrictions that resulted in 440 Tesla employees contracting COVID and making yeah. insensitive comments about the transgender community. Um, I thought the more important sin is he's not funny. I don't understand why they have people host yeah. that are not. I just, I don't know. Well, it's, you know, after 46 years, you're going to get a couple of uh, D minus hosts regardless. Um, I was, I mean, part of me was like, oh, just come out and say get vaccinated and maybe, maybe I can, 
you know, may, maybe that would be great. I really, really deep down, again, trying to be optimistic, sick of being angry, um, was like, maybe he'll come out, tell people to get vaccinated, and then try to up his wealth by pushing uh, cryptocurrency. But yeah. he didn't. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and that was, you know, and then I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to go watch anime. Click. Um, <laughs> it's like, yay, she's got a sword. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I guess it didn't, like having him on doesn't bother me as much because he is, he is pop culture. It's like, you know, there are reasons that you have somebody like that on the show. Yeah. I just, but he had a golden opportunity to correct some of the bad behavior and he yeah. didn't. And that, that sort of I was kind of like, is there a, can a wrecking ball just come in and we can just hear Miley Cyrus sing some more? Is that? Yeah, she was great. She was amazing. <laughs> I could just listen to her sing the whole yeah. time. That would have been better. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, that opening was great. Seeing all yeah. her parents. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was fun. Yeah. Well, you know I'm a healthy eater, and eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options. Options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. There's no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup is needed. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Head on over to factormeals.com liberal50 and use that code liberal50 to get 50% off. Once again, the code liberal50 at factormeals.com liberal50 for 50% off. All right. Well, as we waited for you, professional comedian and award-winning writer that you are for the uh, QAnon comedy sure. tour with Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, can you seriously believe this, that Matt Gates probably about to be indicted for child sex trafficking? Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, hopefully just about to be indicted for being involved in the insurrection. I don't know if there will be a co-ed prison. They can continue the tour, but uh, here it is. She, uh, isn't she like 40 years old for him? Like, yes, she's a little. I she don't is know. a little bit too old yeah, for him. Yeah, she's a little too old for him. But she is slutty enough for him, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Okay. Ask everyone in her CrossFit place. <laughs> okay, Matt Gates. Here he is. CNN is just the worst. I already know. So today is my birthday, and I already know how CNN's going to report it. Matt Gates has wild parties surrounded by beautiful women in the villages. So just get ready for it. <laughs> Have you noticed, Steve, that right-wingers are not funny, though they th think they are? It's, uh, you know, if you have enough money, everybody laughs at your jokes. <laughs> you know, his, true. You know true. his dad's got $25 million. He's probably passing out, like, half-off coupons at Sizzler at the, vigil at the Villages. It's like, just laugh at my gigantic forehead son's jokes. It's true. It's Donald Trump, right? You're, you're being, if you're surrounded by people all your life, that just, oh, yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Chunky oh, horse. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all 
Okay, here's uh, QAnon Betty, Marjorie Taylor Greene, his uh, sidekick. All right, I just got to check something. I just want to make sure I'm in the right place. Tell me who is your president. That's my president, too. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I was with friends and family, not with Antifa or BLM or, or, or Democrat socialists. I'm sorry, Steve. I'm just massaging the headache in my eye. Um, okay. I, I love how... Go. No, just sorry. the whole party is just the, the big lie. That's all. It's just one yeah. man's ego. They just have to write that he's still president and he didn't lose. It's just a mass delusion at this point. Do you think she wants to be with friends and family so she can date? Hey, hey, hey. Steve Louise Marmel. Okay. Um, and here's... Fair. Well, you know, it's her combination, Steve, I think, of intelligence that yeah. and beauty. Um, here's where she said that we want the most beautiful Earth in the whole world. <laughs> okay. Electric vehicles are cool. I like them, and I think that's awesome technology, and we want to keep our Earth clean, and we, we want the most beautiful Earth in the whole world, but do we want to destroy the oil and coal industry? Oh, my God. Steve, do you have some uh, thoughts on? Yeah, she seems to have a good grasp on the issues. I will say that. I, I, I literally, it's like, it's listening to the worst homeschool teacher on earth. Yes. She believes there's a flat, a flat earth, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is, it's, you know, you don't, you don't want to stereotype the, uh, the accent because there are brilliant surgeons and doctors out there that have that accent but she's not helping. She's really not helping them. She's not helping the Flat A Society. Okay, yeah. uh, all right, uh, Matt Gates. here we go. So we didn't go, I didn't go, to the like Republican retreat because I feel like the Republicans have been in a constant state of retreat. I, I, I'm ready for an advance, not a retreat. And, oh the, my God. and they go to the retreat and basically the whole retreat is Kevin McCarthy fighting with Liz Cheney. And I'm watching this thinking, why did they not listen to us like three, four months ago when we said, this is not going to work. That is a material, Steve. You got to admit it. I don't go to retreats because I want to advance, not retreat. He's, he's <laughs> killing. <laughs> I mean, literally, he's killing. There's 80-year-olds there, and they're not vaccinated. So he is literally, right, literally killing at the villages. Yes, exactly. Okay, and uh, the big closer, the headliner, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Here we go. I didn't go to the Republican conference uh, trip either. I didn't go on that retreat. Um <laughs> So I don't know how much you guys know, but we already tried to remove Liz Cheney as our chairwoman. There was a very big effort there. We voted to kick her out a few months ago. We were ahead on this. We don't understand why it took, it took leadership and everybody else to get to this point. So, Steve, should we be happy about this? That, I mean, first of all, the worst thing that they've made us do is defend demon seed Liz yeah. Cheney. But I, should we just be happy that they're not listening to her and go, okay, because she tried to tell them the internal polling on Trump is bad in their swing district. Like, we should just shut up, right? Just like, yes, you're going in the right direction. Yes. Let the zombies eat each other. That's fine. That's totally fine. It's like, you know, let the, let the, let, because at some point, I just have this, I, I just imagine Dick Cheney is a giant Death Star <laughs> slowly moving towards them. He's not, he hasn't attacked yet. But at some point, a giant beam is going to come down and take out Alderaan. It's going to be 
Amazing. And yeah, I re- I resent having to cheer for a Cheney. I really do. He's going to have a big pro NRA, like, you know, quail hunt and invite all the Republicans and they'll oh. fall. They're dumb enough to fall for it. Right. I'll I'll just I'll sit back and go. I don't really want him to win, but uh, bravo for your secret strike. Yay. <laughs> All right, let's skip down to the aforementioned spineless uh, McCarthy uh, 16. He, I, seriously, do you, have you looked side by side, Steve? The exact thing he said on the House floor is everything Liz Cheney's been saying. The exact thing mm-hmm. he said about Trump and the insurrection. I, I mean, it's okay. Here we go. To defeat Nancy Pelosi and the socialist agenda, we need to be united. And that starts with leadership. Mm. That's why we will have a vote uh, next week. And we want to be united in looking, moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what will take place. It's, he's so pathetic, isn't he? He said the exact yeah. thing she's been saying. Then he goes and kisses the ring at Mar-a-Lago. And he's basically firing Liz Cheney because Trump said so. I mean, that's mm-hmm. where we are, right? <sighs> And we can't get rid of him because of his district. Like he's not—he's not going anywhere. Um, I, oh. Maybe maybe Botox works as uh, Teflon. Maybe maybe he can't be injured because he's just eighty-eight percent Botox. You can <laughs> happy, bounce. A happy anniversary to his Botox, by the way. Right? Don't look surprised. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, any member can take whatever position they believe in. That's what that's what the voters vote on the individuals and they make that decision. What we're talking about is a position in leadership. We are in one of our biggest battles ever for this nation and the direction whether this next century will be ours. As conference chair, you have one of the most critical jobs of the messenger of going forward. Okay, and then finally this one and we'll get your take. Are we talking about what the Democrats are doing on the border? Are we talking about all the missed jobs report that we just had? Are we building an economy? Are we watching Joe Biden create inflation that we've never seen before? A takeover of government, the rising of taxes, the damage of what will be done that we cannot come back for. That's why we need a conference that's united. That's why we need a conference chair that is delivering that message day in and day out and uniting the nation to make sure that we are on the right footing going forward. So, again, you saw his Biden's approval ratings this morning, 63. I mean, in this kind of partisan atmosphere, 63 percent approval rating, 70 something percent on COVID. Every program he has either done or is proposing wildly popular with the American people. I just I think I've been saying this all morning, but I feel like he is reframing these issues. Right. Like he is if like if that's socialism, what he's doing, then guess what? America likes it then America is, is socialist, right? I mean, it, it's, I, I just feel like we've been long enough screaming about like, how come the American public wants all these things and we can't, they, they keep like Jen Psaki so good, right? It's just saying this is bipartisan. It, yeah. By, look at the polling, right? Yeah, and I also, I, 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 love, I love the fact that it's like, when somebody goes, you know, people are saying, and she just goes, who? Well, people, who? You know, people in Washington, who? Oh, would you, Trump? would you like a sake bomb? I think you'd like a sake bomb. Oh, we have bomb. that. I think you'd like that. Okay. Oh, I love There's that. a growing perception that this is really just the third term of President Obama. What do you say to people who say that? Who were saying that? Who's saying that? You hear that a lot in the media. Who <clears throat> in the media? Different people. Like, well, there was lots of questions uh, about when <laughs> you had Japanese Prime Minister Suga here on the one and only so far in person bilateral head of state meeting, it was Vice President Kamala Harris who greeted the Prime Minister. Many people found that odd. 
Okay, and Jen responded. I just want to get your reaction to people who question that. Well, it's hard to react when I don't know what people you're talking about. I will say that the president met with the prime minister, as you know, and had a full meeting, a full press conference afterwards, and they even shared a meal. Hmm. We're going to have to go on. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, looking, I was looking for a sake bomb there because that's right. It's just she calls them out, Steve, like you just said on the who, which people. Yeah, right. I, I, I do find it uh, amazing that she was able to tackle the uh, actress that was in Super 7 and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, miracles from heaven. I mean, that that is a high bar. Right. Which, but, but it is when they say people say you mean, oh, people in the hallways at Fox. That's who you said. People are saying. Right. Mm. She, yes. Thank you. No, she, means, she means the people who gave her her questions Saki. three seconds ago. Saki. <laughs> OK, one last one for Steve Marmel. Here she is. Jen Psaki. We're going to have to go on. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Emerald. I think you've had plenty of time today. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. (laughs) She's just like, okay, moving on. Thank you. Um, She's fantastic. And her name was Emerald. Emerald. The reporter's name was Emerald. Is that her stripper name or her actual reporter name? Okay. That's her. She works for Newsmax or LAN. It probably tracks. Okay. Um, Do you, uh, Steve Marmel, call Bolt? On this story, so uh, former Attorney General Bill Barr nearly quit and Trump sought to fire another FBI director in four years. I think he's furiously trying to leak stories about, right, like, oh, see, I was never really down with all this. Um, When Trump nearly shoved out Chris Wray, right, in 2020, just three years into his term, um, I I, I think he's leaking because of this huge bombshell, right, about him lying to the DOJ, to Congress, and to the American people. There has got to be consequences for this, don't you think, Steve? Yes. And uh, of course, of course, you know, of course, they're going to some friendly reporter like Emerald or Diamond or (laughs) Copper or whoever. I don't know, whatever, whatever metal. Um, But uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just trying to rehab their. uh, It's like when Ivanka pops up and goes, I like puppies every now on Instagram. It's like nobody cares. We know who you are. We know who you are, Ava. Stop. (laughs) Just stop. Um. So you, oh, you have your Giuliani background uh, in front of you again. Good. And the horse. So, yeah, I don't know what you think. So federal investigations have been done looking into Giuliani's effort to convince the White House and a reluctant State Department to grant a visa to a former Ukraine official. That's one issue, one aspect of the federal probe into his, his efforts during the Trump-Ukraine saga, whether it constituted illegal lobbying on behalf of foreign officials or individuals. Um, they're also investigating his attempt to get uh, Marie Yovanovitch fired, of course. Um I I think we're pretty close, don't you, to a Giuliani actually looking like right behind you, like to an indictment. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I think Giuliani and uh, Getz or however you pronounce it, I actually don't care enough to try. Gates, Getz, uh, I don't know. Gates. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever, whatever the warden is going to scream when he gets to walk for an hour. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, yeah, I think we're getting close and I think it, it has to happen far enough away from 2022 that they can't scream election meddling. So it's coming. It's right, coming. Right. Well, like here's the one more. Chairman of the powerful Democratic-led committee is making a renewed push to access Trump's taxes with a plan to not only investigate him, but also allow his financial documents to become public. Uh, Representative Carolyn Maloney pushing forward, asking a federal judge to allow her committee to have the documents that have been previously withheld. Um, she said, while the committee's need for subpoenaed information has not changed, one key fact has Donald Trump is no longer president. Um, it's just the Teflon has got to stop. 
We just cannot have this precedent, right? It, it, it is clear in the Constitution, Congress, it, they sh- it shall furnish to Congress. It doesn't say, you know, if you feel like it or if he's president, you don't have to or whatever. I, I just, we can't, isn't it about precedent, about not allowing a financially compromised traitor like this in the Oval Office again? Yes. And, uh, and if, if we can't do it now, it's never going to happen. It's just, yes. there's never been a clearer example of a corrupt president uh, for this generation uh, with this amount of media, where this amount of information is out. If we can't nail this guy, then we might as well just go, all right, I guess we're a loose affiliation of counties and uh, just start, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. the, the experiment's over. So I think it's coming. I hope it's coming. I want it to come. Yeah. Uh, but I also don't have kids, so eh. Eh, Who cares? Oh, just kidding. We're <laughs> kidding. Oh, now we're going to get accused of kid hating again, Travis. Again. For I don't show. hate kids. I just can't. I can't protect them because I don't have them. <laughs> All we said is it just takes them a great deal of time to finish a joke. I just I wasn't saying it as a negative. It's a statement of fact. Right. I, it foiled a bus hijacking, right? The kids have so many questions that the hijacker gave up. <laughs> There is never, there's, the whys do not stop. They go on into infinity. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter. I do. What's your handle, man? It's at Marmel. There you go. The funny, the funniest. I missed you, honey. We'll see you in studio as soon as it's safe, okay? Yeah, uh, I'll come in triple mass just in case. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> People say puffiness and under-eye bags are the hardest things to get rid of. Till now, introducing Genucel Plant Stem Cell Therapy from Chamonix. Specifically targeting eye puffiness and bags, Genucel is incredibly powerful. Natural serum, they guarantee you'll see results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. Listeners see a dramatic improvement in just two weeks. A true Chamonix classic, Genucel contains eight extra ingredients to significantly reduce the appearance of bags and puffiness. Plus, Genucel uses patented plant stem cell technology to improve longevity with brilliant long-term results. Save big right now on Genucel's risk-free introductory offer. Go to lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie, promo code Stephanie at checkout for an extra 10% off. That is love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Stephanie. You'll also get the amazing Zotique Deep Correcting Serum free when you order the most popular package today. Chamonix, the best skincare, best results are your money back. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That is lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That code is Stephanie. Oh, hi, Dr. Doom. It's going to be hard to be doomy this morning, isn't it? No, I can always figure out how to be a little doomy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, we opened Stephanie, the- you underestimate me. I'm serious. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, of course I can do it. Yeah, I know. Well, I have to say, I am the head of the Nervous Nelly Caucus because, you know, I, I think you've seen a lot of people processing that on TV and on Twitter that... First of all, this was sort of surprising. I think we all have some PTSD. We're all nervous. I think, you know, the one thing, Doc, you know, I was reading a tweet. Someone said this is instituting the honor system with dishonorable people. So I get that it's supposed to be an enticement to get vaccinated. But the people that never wore a mask or distanced or did the right thing anyway are probably not going to get vaccinated. So tell us how you're feeling about it. I mean, it's obviously good news. And we're all like, oh, woohoo. But yeah. There's, yeah, there's still a lot of unvaccinated people out there. So tell us how you're feeling about it. So how I'm feeling is pretty mixed, really, Stephanie. It is. It was certainly 
it was good news. There's no other way to to characterize it, but it was mixed news as well because. You know, like I, I'm just writing an op-ed about the situation right now, and I'm saying, uh, what happens if you now are vaccinated and you could do a lot, a lot of things without mass or distancing, you know, including going to large events and uh, so on, but but you can't go to the airport or get on an airplane or go on a, in public transportation. You can't go into healthcare facilities, so that's okay. But let's say you go to a baseball game filled to capacity uh, in a stadium, uh, in a stadium that's filled to capacity, and you're sitting next to someone who's not wearing a mask. How do you know if that's just a fully vaccinated yeah. person or somebody who's a vaccine resistor who says, yeah, woo I'm, uh, I'm just going to go to the game and not yeah. wear a mask and not distance. You have no way of no, knowing who's next to you. Right. That's my problem here. Well, and also we were saying everybody's talking about Bill Maher and eight of the Yankees have gotten COVID who have already been vaccinated. And so, mm-hmm. you know, those of us here, Doc, at our show, we've all had it. So we might be a little more skittish that, you know, I'd really prefer not to get it again. <laughs> I get that it, you know, is likely to be milder or this or that. But, you know, I already had a mild case. I still don't want to get it again. And that's exactly sure. my fear is that how do we control all the... It, do you think this is going to entice people and how do we control that, that we still have a fear of all the unvaccinated people. Right. So here's what I'm proposing. And I actually proposed it to uh, administration officials yesterday uh, that they should rethink their the their resistance to creating a vaccine verification system. Thank you. Or vaccine passport, because then people could check at the door going into Yankee Stadium or wherever you are and say, okay, this person's verified to, be, to have been vaccinated, go on in. But this next guy has not been vaccinated. We're not letting him in the, in the uh, venue. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we're going to do this without that kind of system. Yeah. Stuff. I, no, I agree. I mean, I, you know, as I told you, I'm getting ready to fly next month to see my mom. And again, I'm vaccinated. She is. But, I, you know, I, not a, all the people on the plane are in the airport. And I know half the people in her nursing home, which has been an enormous hotspot, are not vaccinated. You know, they yeah. just shut down again last week because a staff member got got COVID, you know. So, I yeah. mean, yeah. And you said you tweeted threats to controlling the pandemic in the U.S. include the surge of dangerous variants, a large number of vaccine resistors and massive outbreaks in other parts of the world like India, Nepal and South America. Um, you said countries like India, Nepal, and areas in South America are skyrocketing with COVID. These countries could be festering grounds for new variants that can easily come from wherever they are to the U.S. So it does seem like there's still some wild cards, right? Lots of wild cards, and um, and, and that, which is okay. That's okay. You know, uh, Walensky said, uh, Dr. Walensky said when she made the announcement, things could change, conditions could change, the outbreak could get worse again, and we might have to reconsider these new relaxations. That's true. Yeah. They might have to reconsider it, and that's, in that we understand. I'm worried more about, like, in the meantime, how are we going to know who's vaccinated and who's not? And I, I think that's something that uh, still needs to be tackled by the administration. Right. Otherwise, we're going to actually well, find ourselves in situations that we can't control. Agreed. I I couldn't agree with you more, as you know, but how do you do that? So is that a federal thing? I was thinking that, you know, it's businesses and schools need to step in and some already have, as you know, a lot of colleges have already said, you know, you must be vaccinated to return 
to campuses. I mean, right. but I, I was hoping like, again, airlines would just as a as a, you know, all of them would say vaccine is required, you know, to travel. Um, they, but again, couldn't you also everything. do businesses? I mean, I know a lot of workplace, yeah, like yeah, yeah, our, like can. our workplace, for instance, you are required to be vaccinated to work here, period. You know, right. how- but the problem is, how will you verify that? So if there's not a federal system, that means there, there will be state systems, uh, individual organizations may create their own systems, which leads in some chaos here. I have a New York state yeah. uh, cer- certification that I've been vaccinated. I, I can show the QR code on my phone. Uh, but we also will see lots of fraudulent uh, verification systems designed to yeah. uh, sold to people who are just resistant. So I, I, I think the answer really is a federal system, whether whether we like it or not, or whether they like, like it or not. I, I don't see any way around it. Yeah, I know. I, the more I hear you talk about it, and I've, I've read your tweet about it, and uh, I look forward to your to your op-ed, Doc, because I, I couldn't agree more. Let me, I saved a letter for you. You know why? It's interesting because this happened before, obviously. This letter came because you uh, had to move to today. Uh, this letter came before the uh, the mandate was listed. But I thought, and this is, again, you know, the president talked about being patient because some people are not stupid. They're not anti-vaxxers. They're not, you know, right-wingers. They're not, I mean, some people, I think, are just confused. But this was... um. This week, um, Deshaun uh, said, hey, Steph, from my understanding, this was a Ask Dr. Redliner letter, from my understanding, the coronavirus vaccine will not prevent a person from getting coronavirus. Instead, it merely reduces the likelihood that a person who has coronavirus will have to be hospitalized or die from it. But technically, a vaccinated person can still get coronavirus and pass it on to others if they don't wear a face covering. If that's true, why is there so much talk about requiring people to get vaccinated? Um, shouldn't the emphasis be placed on people wearing a face covering rather than people getting vaccinated? It sounds to me like a face covering does more to prevent a person from getting coronavirus than a vaccination does without without the risk of a fatal blood clot. Is it really worth the risk of a blood clot from getting vaccinated since vaccination does not prevent a person from getting coronavirus? But this this is probably one of the very reasons the administration is doing what they're doing, right? Because people are like, I don't get it. Why should I get vaccinated if I still have to wear a face mask? So how would you answer that? So here's the thing. So there's a couple of points made in the letter that are legitimate uh, concerns that people have. And let's just dispel and deal with them, each one of them. So first of all, getting a vaccine is a highly effective way of preventing any person from getting infected, getting sick, getting into the hospital or dying. The vaccine is super in getting those jobs done. Some people will still, as the letter points out, carry the vaccine uh, and carry potentially the virus. could be a spreader. Uh, I'm sorry, carry the, the virus and potentially be a spreader. Uh, but getting the vaccine will reduce all of that dramatically. And secondly, the idea of the blood clots as a complication has basically been shown to be such a tiny, minuscule, unmeasurable uh, chance of that happening that that should not be a deterrent for anybody getting vaccinated. The masks uh, are a pretty good way, uh, if done properly, along with social distancing, from infecting other people or people infecting you. But if people want to get rid of the mask, understandably, and if you get vaccinated, the new uh, protocols are saying you are actually uh, able to do a lot more things, 
especially outside, but inside also without wearing the mask. So I think getting the vaccine is absolutely critical for you personally, as well as for our community in general, our population in general, uh, to make sure we've quelled uh, the spread of this horrific disease. Doc, do you think it's going to move the needle, though? Because I think the question that, you know, we've all been talking about and all have is, you know, these people that are, we call them COVID idiots, but that didn't do any of the right things anyway, didn't distance, COVID deniers, they didn't distance, they didn't mask, they aren't going to get vaccinated. Is this any, is this really going to entice them? Is this going to move the needle? Because I get that we're trying to, the president's yeah. using a carrot instead of a stick, right? Like, look what you can do if you get vaccinated, but they don't care what the president says or what the government says, right? Well, yeah, but there's there's several groups of people who, are, who have not gotten vaccinated, who have been refusing to date. Some of them are hesitant, meaning that they're just waiting for more information to say the vaccine is, is effective enough and it's safe. This new announcement will deal with those kinds of concerns immediately. It's basically saying, listen, we have three new studies now, which they do, that are confirming the fact that if you get the vaccine, it's safe and it will protect you. Then there's the group of people who are the actual resistors, the anti-vaxxers, who are a whole different uh, category there. And those people, I do not think, will be affected by this announcement. And they'll keep refusing. They will not be reassured. And we won't know who they are or where they are because the, the people who have gotten vaccinated will be allowed to be out and about without masks and social distancing. And we won't know who's who, who are the resistors yeah. and who are the people that have gotten the vaccine. Yeah. Is that a, a lot of grand dooms? Is that multiple grand I dooms? Them. <laughs> Do you? Yes. Yes. They're, they're adorable. No, it, it's it's one who had to stay home from preschool because oh. he had, he's, he's over there. He's, he's watching something on he's, tv here but yeah, anyway very loud he's super yeah, loud he's uh-huh. mm-hmm. okay um well so, let me move away here so he's not distracting us for god's sake i thought it maybe was a soundtrack i'm like we know you're a world-renowned pediatrician i don't need the soundtrack of children in the background okay well, just kidding here we go. okay you tweeted <laughs> we we uh, won't get herd immunity unless we start vaccinating children this is important to protect children and control the spread of the virus you said we're also seeing more instances of children with covid and we need to protect them. Yeah. That was huge, amazing news this week, wasn't it? The um, 12 and up, right? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's big news because, you know, as we've said before, um, somewhere in the vicinity of 23% to 25% of the American population are children. And if we don't get many of them or most of them vaccinated, we're going to still be left uh, with uh, far fewer people vaccinated than we need to get uh, than we need in order to get herd immunity. So I'm looking forward to the uh, increasing ability to vaccinate younger and younger children. So we have 12 to 15 year olds. Soon we're going to have nine to 12 year olds, then six to nine year olds, and then down to six months of age. So that's going to take some probably time till maybe close to the end of the year before we get those approvals. But I think we're going to need them to both protect the kids and make sure we're as close to herd immunity as we can possibly get. Yeah. One of the doctors on TV the other day was saying what she's seeing mostly in the emergency room are teenagers that are getting seriously sick with COVID and going, you know, into the ICU. So it's 
you know, I think with the variants, that myth has been exploded, too, that children go get it or children don't spread it or they aren't, you know, seriously affected. Yeah. So so anyway, that, yeah, Travis. Question. This might be a scientific one for you, Doc. Um, because we know people can get infected with COVID like we we're talking about Bill Maher earlier. Are we, is there a danger of that being a way for it to break through and have a variant that is resistant to the vaccine that people who are already vaccinated getting COVID? Is there a chance that it could that uh, it could like we talk about antibiotics, use antibiotics too much to make antibiotic resistant um, strains of bacteria. Could the same thing happen with the virus or is that different? Well, it is different and we don't even have yet a, uh, a medication that's like an antibiotic that will deal with COVID. We do have an antiviral medication called Tamiflu that we use to treat people with early signs of regular influenza. In the pipeline, Travis, there are some drugs that will be game changing that will be able to actually treat uh, this uh, this COVID-19, which is which will be fantastic. Yeah. And I expect that we'll see that sometime uh, later this year. Um, in terms of getting resistance to that drug, it's probably not likely. We haven't had that experience with Tamiflu. So we're, uh, we're hoping for the best here. All right. Okay. Uh, I just didn't know if, if mutations would break through as far as variants that could be resistant well, to the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, we always worry about whether vac whether new variants, especially coming out of hotspots like India, Nepal, and South America, could end up being uh, not only more virulent and more transmissible but actually resistant to the vaccines. There's no evidence right now that that is the case. And the faster we get everyone uh, vaccinated, yep, that's the, uh, the faster we'll get to a situation where we're not uh, causing these festering uh, areas yep. where the virus is is growing, All spreading, right. mutating. I can't wait to read your uh, op-ed on a yes. national vaccine passport. I'm for it. Time to go back mm -hmm. on Grand Doom Patrol. They're losing their minds back behind you. Thank you, Dr. Doom. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Thank you, Doc. All right. Bye.